Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and today's episode is kind of like an interactive writing workshop podcast. So um, I want you to get cozy with your journal, with paper, whatever, and get into your element. And this podcast is perfect for anyone who is trying to just get into the new year, get clear with your intentions, figure out what it is that you want, do some healing, do some reflective writing. Um, I'm really excited to share all of these writing exercises that have been really helping me in my personal healing journey. And it's going to help you guys figure out how to manifest whatever it is that you need in 2023. So um, let's get right into the episode. I recorded this last night and um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I really think writing is such a powerful healing tool. So let me know what you think. Here is the episode. Happy New Year. I hope that you guys can do everything that brings you joy this new year and really focus on yourself and healing and manifest your your goals and just really focus on whatever it is that you need to focus on. All right, enjoy. 12 powerful mindset shifts and a lot of goal setting clarity questions that I've been incorporating in my journaling prompts. So I have been obsessed with journaling for several years. And to be honest, journaling has been that one thing that has been my anchor in the most chaotic times of my life. And it's interesting because when I go back and read some of my old journals, when I was really just going through it, when I was like homeless, when I was addicted to drugs, when I was in a really toxic relationship, when I was, you know, relapsing, when I was didn't even know where I was going to live, um, journaling was the only thing that brought me like a sense of clarity and a sense of order um, because it, it allowed me to just get all of the chaos out of my head and onto paper and it really helped me evolve and manifest things that I needed in my life, you know, like a better living situation or money or, um, you know, opportunities and and things that we want in our lives. It's really hard to manifest these things if we aren't getting clear with it. So if it's just living in our headspace, um, it's really all over the place, you know, it's like it's like when we think about the cloud like like apple and like the cloud and how you um you know that's where like everything is stored it's like you don't really see it though like the cloud the apple cloud or whatever the fuck it is yeah sure all of your stuff is saved there but like do you really see it no um and that gives me a little anxiety so for me it's like Instead of all of your ideas and all of your manifest manifesting dreams and all of your goals and all of your um, all of the experiences that shaped you this year, like instead of all those things just living in your head and taking up space, something that helps is just journaling and writing it all out and being organized with it. And even if like 
it doesn't have to be organized in the sense of like be organized with the with the way that you're journaling. Um, any kind of journaling means that you are organizing your thoughts and your energy out of your body, out of your physical body, out of your emotional body, out of your head, and that frees up space for you to focus on your goals, on you know the things that you're trying to bring into your life. It, it helps you kind of clear out that that mental clutter. Um, so journaling is a great way to shape yourself into the identity and the new version of you that, you know, it, it helps us release layers. Journaling isn't just, you know, lay, sitting down and saying, dear diary, this happened to me today and I feel like this. Like, no, it can be, it can be messy. It can be angry. It can be lists. You can write stories. You can write about conversations you had with people. Um, you can write about experiences that you wish you could have experienced this year. So we're going to get into these these writing topics and these questions that I've been asking myself. Um, and it's really been helping me realize what it is, what is it that I want? You know, what are my priorities? What what do I want to accomplish in 2023? And instead of like thinking about it as like the whole year, like what are my goals for the entire year? Um, for me, I like to kind of break it up in three or four month increments. And that kind of goes with like the seasons, you know, we've got four seasons and, you know, like breaking it up that way is a lot easier for me because each season I have a different energy. I have a different um, a different feeling about life. I have a different mindset usually each season. Um, each season can bring up memories and layers of emotion and it can remind us of people, places, things, experiences. So each season really does come with a different uh, host of you know, goals and intentions and, you know, like people, people move into the summer and their life is totally like more chill. And it's like, they're just focused on going to the beach or, you know, trying to have fun. And then for some reason, it seems like a lot of people when they move into the spring or let's say January 1st, uh, there's a lot more motivation for physical health, for, going to the doctor or, you know, going to the dentist or making those appointments that you've been putting off or, you know, losing weight or whatever it is, you know. So each season really does come with a different vibe and a different energy and a different mindset. So keep that in mind when you are journaling and writing um, about these topics and these questions because, again, each month is going to feel different. You know, each month, if you're into, into astrology especially, each month has different energies, different transits, different planetary movements, uh, Mercury, Mercury retrograde, which we're in right now as I'm recording this. I think it just started yesterday. Um, so like different months of the year, you're going to feel in completely different energies. You know, one, one month you might feel 
very open to being social and putting yourself out there and meeting new people. And another month you are, that sounds like a nightmare to you, you know? Um, something that I, I thought about earlier today is about our taste buds and our sense of taste because I've noticed recently that my sense of taste has changed a lot and I remember some of the things that I used to eat and I used to enjoy and now I wouldn't think about eating those things and my taste buds have changed and evolved and I've been trying different types of foods and snacks. So just like our taste buds change dramatically as we grow and age and evolve, so do our priorities. Our our intentions with life change. And unfortunately, sometimes the reasons why our priorities change is because of, you know, traumatic events, losing a loved one, losing a pet, um, a death of a friend, um, you know, losing a job, losing a home, a divorce. Sometimes it's these traumatic events and unfortunate experiences that make us realize what we truly do want to focus on. And that's not me saying, um, you know, that, that there's silver linings in death. Like, no, losing someone is never, it never feels right. It never feels valid. It never feel, it feels evil. It feels like the universe is just like deliberately came into your life and attacked you or assaulted you. That's, that's how it feels to me, at least. Um, it doesn't feel fair. But when I think about other experiences that I've gone through in 2022, you know, unfortunate experiences like losing my living situation in Miami, having to move home to my mom's and living with family who I, I don't really want to be around, um, not my mom. I, I love my mom to death. It's her husband who I don't want to be around. Um, you know, living in a city with with family that I there's I have no friends, no no nothing, no purpose. So, you know, it, it really allowed me and invited me to focus on what I could focus on, which was health, um, my mental health, you know, going to therapy, going to support groups, saving money doing what I could each week and month that allowed me to still feel connected to, you know, my purpose, even though I wasn't feeling connected to my purpose, just doing things that in any way, shape, or form sparked joy and connection with people who were similar to me, like just going to yoga classes, even though I didn't have any friends at that studio, even though I didn't really know anyone, I still went to classes and enjoyed being around other people who were similar to me. You know, everybody who goes to yoga is there for a reason. They're there to feel better, right? So keeping that in mind as well when you're journaling about these these thoughts, these thought shifts, these mindset shifts, and these writing and journaling prompts. So let's get into it. 
real quick, I am editing this part in because I don't want you guys to get overwhelmed. So I am making a Google document that I'm going to put the link in the show notes. And this Google document is going to have all of these writing prompts, 1 through 12, all of the questions, all of the writing exercises written out for you. So it's really easy for you to have it in front of you if you want during this episode. Um, so just go into the show notes right below and click that Google Doc link and it'll, it'll take you right to the document with all of these things written out for you. If you are a visual learner, um, I am, so that definitely should help. Okay, let's get into the episode. Number one, what experiences in 2022 shaped who you are in this moment? So what experiences in 2022 shaped you into who you are in this moment? What were the most pivotal and most expansive moments for you in 2022? This is all, this is all number one. So think about it. What, you know, and you can pause this podcast episode and journal as you're going and then it's kind of like an interactive podcast episode. So you can pause, you can journal, or you can just listen to the whole episode and do it later, but whatever works good for you. So what were the most pivotal and most expansive moments for you in 2022 and why is that like why what was happening in those experiences that you felt were expanding you and expanding your mind and expanding your life towards your goals towards positive experiences towards positive people towards positive energy like why were these experiences so um so important in your in this year for you what did it do for you who did it connect you to how did it change your energy you know so these are all things you can write about and that's that's all for journal prompt number one so again if you want to pause right here and then journal that's fine if not I'm gonna go into number two so here is writing prompt number two What kind of experiences and opportunities do you wish you had more of in 2022? Do you feel like, you know, you missed out on anything? So this is kind of like, what is your FOMO energy of 2022? But not so much like the fear of missing out. Like, what did you miss out on? Like, what are the experiences that you genuinely think you missed out on? Or what kind of, you know, what kind of energy do you feel like you're missing out on? Or what kind of, what kind of things do you see, you know, people doing or experiencing that makes you feel this sense of um, envy or jealousy? And it's nothing to be ashamed about, like being envious of someone, being jealous of someone. These are, these are normal human emotions, you know, it it comes with being a human. Nobody gets out of life without experiencing and feeling jealousy, anger, shame, resentment, envy, like nobody gets out of this life experience without feeling those things. So again, what are the experiences and opportunities 
that you wish you had more of in 2022 that, you know, maybe you feel like you missed out on. And you can say, you can also write about why. Like, why are those experiences so important to you that that you feel like you missed out and that you, you know, you're feeling like something's missing? Real quick, before I get deeper into this episode, I want to talk to you guys about my sponsor for this podcast, BetterHelp. You guys know how much I love therapy. I have been in therapy for several years, but I've been using BetterHelp for about three years. And I love my therapist. She's amazing. Uh, So I'm very happy that BetterHelp has, you know, sponsored this podcast. And out of all of my sponsors, I got to be real, BetterHelp is my favorite because I actually use them every day, every week. Um, I have a great relationship with just the experience. And, you know, my therapist has helped me through so much the last couple years. And BetterHelp is very, very easy. You don't have to do it. Um, you don't have to do it, you know, you don't have to go to a, a freaking office, you don't have to take a drive, you don't have to take an Uber or a Lyft, you can just do it from the privacy of your own home or wherever you're traveling, you can do it video, you can do um, just an audio call if you're not comfortable doing video, or you can do the messaging, and you can also message your therapist whenever you need to, there's also a journal feature, which I love, because journaling and typing all of that stuff out of your head is so helpful, um, so join over 2 million people who are using BetterHelp, that is crazy, 2 million people, um, it has helped me so much, just having someone on your side and Having that outside perspective who is not going to judge you, Um, they're not going to hold anything over your head, they don't know um, anything, any secrets that you tell them, they're not going to ever hold that against you. And that's what I love about my therapist. I could tell her the worst things I've ever done and she's not going to to judge me. Um, She's been very helpful with everything that I've gone through with you know, the relationship with my mom and healing and and everything like that. And she does EMDR. So you can find a therapist who matches your personal needs, whether it's addiction, uh, substance abuse, trauma, eating disorders, relationship issues. You can find the perfect therapist and you can change the therapist as many times as you need at no charge, and it's super easy to, to navigate the app. So all you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com slash vibe for a discount, and that will get you a nice discount on your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe for a 10% off discount your first month of online counseling. And I hope you do it because we all we all really need support. And if you haven't tried therapy yet, this is going to help you so much. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Okay, so that was number two. Go ahead and pause journal and I'm going to go into number three. Number three, what are five words that you'd like to cultivate the energy of in 2023. Here are some of my words. Freedom, peace, connection, fun, release, and pleasure. And another one that just came to my head is rebuild. And that's actually one of the the words that I use to title this episode because rebuilding feels like such a 
important practice for me, especially with the kind of year I've had. It feels like everything kind of crumbled. It feels like for me everything kind of like tower card, just everything crumbled to the ground and left me feeling like an open wound. Uh, And it just felt like the universe kind of stripped me of everything I had that defined my purpose, my identity, you know, jobs, living like where you live, the people you're around, all these things kind of shape who you are, right? And when those things are taken away from you, it can really feel like your identity has just been, you know, ripped to shreds. So I want you to write five words that you're going to cultivate the energy of in 2023. And it doesn't have to be five. It can be however many words you want, but I want you to write down these words and write down like the essence of these words. Like for, for me, like connection. Okay. Well, what does that actually mean? Like what, what does that mean when I think about the word connection? Well, for me, I want to focus on stronger friendships. I want to I want to meet people. I want to deepen friendships in my life. I want to um, reconnect with people in my life who maybe I've fallen out of touch with. I want to reconnect with um, teaching yoga. So like I want you to break down each word and really come up with like some action steps or like Just some things that come to mind when you think of, okay, well, how can I cultivate these words and the energy of these words in my life? Like what, what needs to be done and what, what can I do to feel like I'm actually putting these words into action in my life? So that is number three. You can pause and journal and let's move on into number four. So number four are is <laughs> what are three habits that you need to release? What are three habits that you're just not feeling good about that you need to release? So, and what about these t- these habits do you not like? Like how do these habits make you feel physically, mentally, and emotionally? So, again, what are three habits that you need to release? You're just not feeling good about these habits at all. What d- what about these habits, like, what what about them do you not like? And the last part of this question is, how do these habits make you feel in your body and in your mind? So how do these habits make you feel in your physical body, like physical sensations, discomfort? And then how do these habits make you feel emotionally and mentally? You know, do they make you feel anxious? Do they make you feel ashamed? Do they make you feel guilty? Do they make you feel full of regret? Do they make you feel angry and and sad when you do these habits or when you do these behaviors? Um, another word for habit is behavior, especially in the recovery realm. So these can all be behaviors that you know aren't serving you, and you're very you're really ready to let these behaviors go. Um, so something that can help, you know, to release these behaviors and to rewire your brain is really getting granular and getting gritty and writing out in your journal in black and white, like 
you, it's right there in front of you. You can see physically how these behaviors or these habits are affecting your physical, your mental, and you know, journaling it out and writing it out is again, it's reinforcing the truth. It's reinforcing like what it is that you are going through. And it's not always going to be easy and comfortable, but if these are habits and behaviors that you really want to release, this this journaling exercise is really going to help you find clarity in how these behaviors make you feel and it will help you move towards like just a clarity mindset of okay well this doesn't make me feel good so i am going to do my best to release these these behaviors and that leads me into the next journaling exercise number 5 so if you need to pause journal about those three behaviors or three habits that you want to release, go ahead and do that now. Number five, let's move into it. This kind of coincides with the most, um, with number four, which is what are three small tweaks that you can incorporate in your day or your night that will help you release those three negative behaviors? So what are three small things that you can add in to your day that will set you up for success? Um, for me, let's see, some things that I've been, some like habits and behaviors that I've been incorporating into my day to set me up for success are in the morning, I fill up my huge water bottle, I put my electrolytes in there, and I put my ketones um, powder in there so that it's there for the whole day. I have my water. I don't have to think about it. Another one that I do um, at night is I, well, actually not just at night, but in general, I, I have these pill containers where my supplements and my medication is already put into these daily uh, pill organizers. And I do that every two weeks because I have two pill containers. I have one for the evening and one for the night or one for the morning. And so I will organize my pills for, for two weeks. And that really helps me in the morning and the night. Just I have my supplements there. I have my herbs. I have my medication. And I don't have to think about it. It just makes it so much easier. Um, another thing that I've been doing to set me up for success is trying to really establish a better nighttime routine and have these like rules and these boundaries for myself. So I have insomnia and something that helps me at night is just having a cap off time where I'm like, okay, at midnight, I'm turning off the TV and then I'm going into the bedroom at this time. And I'm, you know, getting into my pajamas at this time. And I have these clear-cut times where I'm setting my myself up for success. And I've been trying to go to sleep earlier each night, even if it's just by like 10 minutes. I used to go to sleep really, really late, like 3 o'clock in the morning. And now I am forcing myself to go lay down in bed at you know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, which for me is is success. That is improvement. And, you know, when you are writing out these 
these tweaks and these three small habits or behaviors that you can bring into your life to, to set you up for success, you don't want to be comparing yourself to anyone. You don't want to say, well, I mean, everyone does this, so it's really not that. It shouldn't be that hard for me because that kind of energy is only going to bring you down and that energy is actually like a, like a, it's a detrimental energy. You're, you're just, you're breaking yourself down and that's not necessary. Um, there's a lot of simple and easy habits that people don't do, you know? There's people who like just don't shower. There's people who don't brush their teeth. There's people who don't drink water. And these are things that, you know, some people would, would be like, how do you, I mean, that's just the easiest thing ever. You just, you don't even have, you don't even have to think about it. But there's some people where, you know, it really is a challenge for them. So just think about how everyone is different and some things come easy to some people and some things are really, really challenging for other people. So again, write about three positive healthy habits or healthy behaviors that you can bring into your life that will, you know, help those other habits kind of dissolve or lessen. Okay, so go ahead and pause and then we can move into number six whenever you're ready. Okay, number six, how do you want to feel in 2023? Now, this can be a very vague question, but truly just, I want you to just free write this one. You don't have to, to overthink it at all. I just want you to free write whatever comes to your mind about how do you want to feel in 2023. It can be um, just a ton of words in list form. You can write out, you know, I want to feel gratitude. I want to be able to feel abundance. I want to be able to feel happiness. And you can write out like, why? Like, why do you want to feel these things? And you know, this is this this one is is pretty vague and it's vague for a reason because I want you to try to expand your mind and just get into the flow of writing and that free flow style of writing will really help you connect to your soul. It's it's like a, a very like spiritual way to connect to your higher self. Okay, let's move on to Number seven, and if you're not ready, that's fine. Pause and resume when you are ready. Okay, number seven. What are your three top priorities that you want to focus on in the first few months of 2023? So I'll say that again. What are your top three priorities that you want to focus on in the first four months of 2023? For me, um, it's definitely finding an apartment, <laughs> definitely, you know, focusing on, you know, root chakra stuff, safety, security, solid foundations, um, saving money, and I definitely want to start teaching yoga again, and I definitely want to focus on connection with friends and family and perhaps maybe dating, <laughs> I don't know. That would be crazy, but um, maybe, you know, once once my life feels more stable, I'd like to maybe focus on dating, but right now I don't feel any drop of energy that wants to do that right now. Um, 
So for you, you know, maybe none of those things are your priorities right now. Maybe you're in a relationship already. Maybe you have an apartment already. Maybe you have a home. So maybe you're good on money and none of those things relates to you. So maybe for you, it's focusing on mental health. Maybe it's starting therapy. Maybe it's, you know, physical health, making those doctor's appointments that you feel like you've been slacking on. Um, Maybe it's changing up your eating routine, maybe taking out some foods, maybe adding in some different types of foods. Maybe it's, you know, going to the gym more, maybe it's walking more, whatever. I mean, what are your what are your three top priorities? Write about that and get granular with it. Get get deep with it. Like why are these your top priorities? Okay, we're going to move into number 8. Number 8. Think about three friends or connections in your life that you'd like to deepen and explore more. So you don't have to stress about making new friends with this writing prompt. This is all about three connections that you already have in your life that maybe you feel like you have lost touch with or maybe it's not as deep as it used to be or not as connected with these people as you used to be and you feel like it would benefit both of you um, to deepen that connection. So I want you to write about three friends or connections or people you know that you would like to deepen that connection with and maybe explore like how you can do that. You know, like maybe you can reach out to them and propose like, hey, do you want to go do this? Do you want to go see this thing? Do you want to go do this with me? Um, set up a few different action plans so that you can kind of when, once the new year comes in you're like oh I'm gonna text that person and I'm gonna I'm gonna see if they want to go do this with me you know so I think it's really important to to know that even if you like have falling outs with people or even if you grow apart from people or even if you like you know life happens people just stop talking and it's nothing personal like I've had friends who I just life got lifey and then you kind of lose touch and then when you see each other again it's like you 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 leave off somewhere and then you just pick up right where you left off so I want you to think about three connections that give you that kind of energy where you feel like you can just pick up with these people and deepen the relationship and even if it's people who you didn't have that deep of a relationship to begin with maybe it's someone you met in 2022 and you're like, oh my god, I've, I'm, I can't believe I forgot about that person. We had so much in common, and I feel like that person could be like an awesome friend, and maybe we could explore that. So, you know, don't wait around for people to reach out to you. I want you to start um, figuring out three connections that you could reach out to and deepen and explore. Okay, we're going to move into number nine. What are three experiences that occurred in 2022 that were challenging? They could be, you know, traumatic experiences, overwhelming experiences. I want you to write down a few positive things that came from those experiences. But little caveat, you know, if you're writing about death or losing a loved one, skip that part of the question And I just want you to kind of journal about what that loss and what that death captured for you and for your mental and emotional health. Like what shifted? Um, How do you feel differently now 
from these experiences? Um, do you feel less worried about little things or do you feel more connected to your spirituality or do you feel more connected to certain people after these experiences or situations happened? Do you feel more dark emotions that you're not used to feeling like anger and depression? Um, there's no wrong answer for this, by the way. It's just an opportunity to write about the really challenging and unfortunate experiences that happened to you in 2022. And um, if this is too triggering for you, you can always skip this one and come back to it when you're ready. But I think there is something to be said about allowing yourself to feel and write out the darkness that has happened in 2022 and really just let yourself release it into your journal or onto the paper and give yourself permission to see yourself writing it out because when you write things out again it um it will bring you clarity and it will help you release and kind of reassess and be able to feel a little bit lighter you know physically and mentally I know that journaling isn't like gonna fix everything but it does it does bring this sense of like relief almost like like you're getting it out of your head and you're you're releasing that heaviness and that clutter in your head so go ahead and um pause and go ahead and write and if you want to skip this one that's fine we're going to go into number 10. Number 10. What are three hobbies, rituals, or activities that bring you joy and that you want to do more of in 2023? Super simple. What are three um, hobbies, rituals, or activities that bring you joy that you want to do more of in 2023? Okay. Number 11. Self-care audit. What are a few ways that you can care for your body, mind, and soul? What self-care or mental health rituals bring you peace and order into your life? So I'll repeat that. What are a few ways that you can care for your body, mind, and soul in 2023? And what self-care or mental health rituals bring you peace and order in your life? Again, super straightforward, super simple. Um, for me, I, I mean, journaling, obviously, yoga, walking, these are things that I really genuinely enjoy and I want to continue doing and I want to continue meditating even though I don't do it enough. That's definitely something I want to do more of. Um, I want to do more connecting with my, with my soul some more sound healing, some more yin yoga, restorative yoga, that kind of stuff. Okay, number uh, 12. Wow, we're already at 12. Okay, what places and people do you feel called to? What places and people do you feel called to? Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this one a little bit because it can be kind of confusing. So what places and people do you feel are calling your energy, I guess is a better way to put it. So is there anyone in your life who you feel like maybe they need you more right now than ever? Maybe they need your energy right now. Um, 
is there a place or an establishment that needs your energy right now? Is there a situation that is calling you towards it? I like to kind of say, like, is there anything that I, are there any loose ends that I haven't tied up that I need to, you know, tie up? (laughs) Um, Is there anyone, is there anything, is there any situation, is there any place that is calling my energy as if those things need my energy, you know, like people need your energy, places, jobs. This is another way of kind of, you know, analyzing your purpose. Like right now in this season of life, what is your purpose? Well, some people, when they hear that question, their eyes roll in the back of their head and their eyes glaze over and they're like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what my purpose is right now. Like I can only kind of think about what I have to do today, you know? So this is another way of kind of connecting to that question in a different different energy. Like who and what is calling your energy? And what's kind of like, what's pulling you? What is, is there, you know, is there a place that you've been called to visit or to travel to? Get creative. You know, what's, what's pulling your energy? What are you craving? What is, um, what's creatively tugging at your soul so what excites you you know what what's exciting to you and and kind of like bringing you some this 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 pulling energy like like oh I I think I need to reach out to that person I think I need to go here I think I need to go back there I think I need to rehash this I think I need to reconnect with this person so yeah all of these questions, you know, you can you can journal as deep or as vague as you want. It's really up to you to take it however deep you want. So I hope that these journaling and writing exercises help you shift out of, you know, heavy or negative mindsets that you've been in. And I hope that it helps you re- reframe and reshift and you know, find different ideas to align yourself into this new life. You know, each year we turn a new page and we can take that for what it is. Um, We can leave what didn't serve us behind. We have the capability of rebuilding ourselves. We have the capability of releasing and rebuilding and, you know, shifting and recreating and manifesting and bringing in everything that we truly want. It just takes, you know, being clear and releasing those things out of our head that is keeping us limited. Um, So journaling is just such a beautiful way to heal ourselves, to connect with ourselves in a safe and, you know, in a safe way, in a safe energy. Um, So get cozy, do all these writing exercises, let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear um, what came up for you. If you want to DM me on Instagram, my Instagram is gabloveflow. And if this episode, you know, resonated with you or you got something from it and you want to share it with a friend or a family member, share it. You know, that's how the podcast thrives and it really... It really helps, especially when I listen to a podcast episode that is super helpful for me. I will send it out to like, you know, a few people. Um, So there's that. And if you want to support the podcast, you can always 
um, rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That helps too. So, all right. Happy New Year, you guys. I hope you enjoy yourself. Whatever you do, bring in 2023. Um, And I hope that this episode helped you. All right. We'll connect in the new year. See ya.